Welcome to a Get to Know You Friday on Chris Fabry Live, a conversation from the heart to the heart for the heart. I have a simple question for you today. Two words. What's new? I know it's a new year, but what is new in your life? Maybe it's a thing. Maybe it's something you got for Christmas. On the first day back to school, we'd always say, so what'd you get for Christmas? I have something new on my desk that I was given for Christmas. I use it every day. I also bought something I use every day. Brand new. I'll tell you about those things, but I want to hear from you. I want to get to know you. 877-548-3675. No wrong answers here. But I also know that there are more than things that are new in people's lives. Babies have one of those. Outlooks on life can be new. What is new in your life and why are you excited about it? Let's get to know each other today. 877-548-3675. Ryan McConaughey is doing all things technical. Trisha is our producer. Steven is in the chair on loan from In the Market. Welcome, Steven. And Lisa will be answering your calls. And since it's Friday, this is not new. That's right. It's time for the fabulous Fabry Friday Sigh. Here's what it does. One, we oxygenate your blood. Two, we get your endorphins going. Three, we raise your serotonin level. Four, we promote lymphatic drainage. Five, we stimulate your parasympathetic system. That is why we call it the five lung languages. We also stimulate your vagus nerve. We help you release acetylcholine. And don't forget what it does to cortisol dissipation. Take in four seconds of air through your nose right now. Hold it four seconds. And then as you release that air through your mouth, push on the left side of your rib cage to get rid of all that bad carbon dioxide. Give a sigh for all things new. Did you get a new truck, a new car, a new scooter, roller skates? Did someone give you a, a new Bible? Maybe you got a new book and you haven't read it and you're so excited. You can't wait to read it. Maybe you have a new address because you moved. How's that going for you? Maybe you started something new, a new diet, a diet of worms, a Bible study at work or your house. I have a friend who's been praying for a new liver. She needs a liver transplant. So are there big things? There's small things. So call me, let me know what's new. Fabulous Fabric Friday side. Brought to you by the Society for the Preservation of All Things New. Uh, the diet of worms thing was specifically for Urban Lutzer. <laughs> Somebody tell him I, saw, I said that. He may be the only one who gets it. It has to do with the Reformation. But if you have to explain it, it's, you know. Anyway, how many of you got a new coffee mug or a water bottle in the last few weeks? I kept seeing these smart mugs. It's just this normal looking mug that was like $80 and I couldn't figure it out. And I kind of felt like I was smart for not buying one, but (laughs) maybe I'm wrong. Earlier this week, I knew that I wanted to do a topic like this because of Two new things on my desk. I actually have four, no, uh, seven new things on my desk. Oh, there's so much to talk about. But rather than telling me, telling uh, you what's new from me, I want to hear from you. Won't take long. Let's see how many new things we can list today. What do you say? 877-548-3675. Old, young, middle-aged, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa. Anybody get a Red Rider Carbon Action 200-shot range model air rifle? I put the question on Facebook yesterday. Here's some responses. Phyllis said, My son and daughter-in-law gave me a sweet new granddaughter December 15th. Although she is my 14th grandchild, I'm so excited about her and feel blessed beyond measure. That's a good new thing. 
And Kim says we're expecting a new grandbaby any day. Uh, and she always appreciates book from the special friend. I hear you, Kim. Um, Lisa says, I have started decluttering. Oh, we've got, uh, 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 I'll remember her name in a minute. <laughs> Coming back on next Tuesday. If you have a decluttering problem, we're going to talk about that. But Lisa says, I've started decluttering, making our home more comfortable and cozy. I am determined to complete this over Dana. That's right, Dana White. I am determined to complete this over time so we can invite family and friends to our home. Sharing Christian hospitality everywhere I go is my purpose. So there's something new that Lisa, and one more, uh, Margie says, instead of exchanging gifts with my husband at Christmas, we decided, I've never heard of this, we decided to give cash to some folks. So on Christmas Day, now you'd think, you know, friends, family members, neighbors, right? On Christmas Day, I went to our local gas station and gave each employee there a $20 bill. Did it make me happy? Oh, yes. It was the best gift I received. So the the question's easy. Two words. What's new? We're going to start with Cindy in Montana. Hey, Cindy, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? And thank you so much for your program. I listen to you every day. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's, I've never heard that from you, Cindy. That's new. So thank you. And what's new with you? I have a new granddaughter. She was born New Year's Eve. Really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can, tell me all the vitals. Cause I always usually just ask for name and then other people will say, well, how much, how long was she? And what, what did she weigh? You know, this is the only time you can ask oh, yes. a, a woman's weight is when she's born. Right. <laughs> right. So she was 11 days late. Her name is Tivoli and seven pounds, 10 ounces. And she is just beautiful. She has two older brothers and they just adore her. Uh-huh. And she's my number five grandchild. Wow. Tivoli. Now, why that name? What What does that name mean? Do you know? Yes. So when my, my son and daughter-in-law were on their honeymoon, they explored a place called Tivoli, and they loved it so much. Hmm. When they got back, they said, if we ever have a baby girl, we're going to name her Tivoli. And here we are. Six years Isn't later with baby great? Tivoli. <laughs> and then they'll, you know, when they, when they vacation, they're going to take her there one day and show her this is why, where your name came from, right? Right, right. <laughs> That's fantastic. There was a, where we yeah. used to live in Illinois, there was a theater, I think, a theater called The Tivoli. And I don't know oh, where wow. the name, didn't know where the name came from. Maybe it came from that uh, that place where you visit. Where is Tivoli in the world? Is it like Italy or someplace? It is. Yes. Yeah. Italy. It is. Well, welcome little yeah. Tivoli. And she's only yes, what? Thank you so much. Six days old now. Just five days. days. Yep. Yep. <laughs> God bless she's you, Cindy. Old. Thank you for calling. Thanks thank you. for your encouragement. Thank you so much. And uh, so the question is, what's new? Well, Tivoli's new. Suzanne's in Florida. Suzanne, what's new with you? Well, I can play with my grandson weekly, even though he lives four states away. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait to hear what is going on between the two of you. What's his name, by the way? 
his name is Jonathan. Okay, Jonathan. But we, we, uh, he has, evidently nowadays you can play video games with other people other places. Right. And his parents have cleared a video game to download onto their computer that you can play with other people. And so he, he suggested to me that I learned that I download it and then he, we could zoom time and he could <laughs> teach me how to play it. And he, I could be one of the other players and we can play Roblox together every week. <laughs> now, is this outside your comfort zone? This is something you probably wouldn't do other than with your grandson, right? Well, I explained to him that years and years ago when video games came out and they had one that just was a tennis ball going back and forth, <laughs> I would get all kerfluffled and not be able to play that game hardly at all. And so I never played video games since then. Yes. And he said, I'll, I'll teach you how to do it, Mimi. <laughs> Look at that. See, and that's, that's going to give him confidence. You and what you two will discuss, you know, as you're playing the game, the things that you'll learn about him and that he'll that you can pass along. And again, four states away from you there in Florida. What a great new thing that Suzanne told us. What about you? What's new with you? 877-548-3675. I'm not going to tell you what's new with me until we get all these lines going. We're going to, and, and there's uh, what, six or seven that are available right now. 877-548-3675. Tell me what's new. More straight ahead on Moody Radio. Oh, this is so fun. And it's so easy. What's new? Everybody's got something new, right? Like Laura says, my daughter gives gives me a custom calendar with pictures of my grandsons every year. It's always my favorite gift. It's new, even though it's recurring. What about you? 877-548-3675. What's new? Jay in Dulles, Georgia. Jay, or is it Dulles sure. or Dallas? It's Dallas, Georgia. Dallas, just like the uh, Texas one. Okay. What's new, Jay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, my uh, I have my youngest grandson is four years old. He's autistic. and But he knows his letters, his colors, his numbers. And he also, um, lists, he also sings along with videos on online. And so my daughter was trying to figure out. You could always tell what he's singing. And what in the world is he singing? Well, they were out, I guess, in a waiting room or a business somewhere. And some lady goes, does he know Mandarin? <laughs> and so sure enough, she got to uh, re- doing a little research, and he had memorized this entire song, children's song, in Chinese. Wow. Oh, what did that yeah. do to your heart, Jay? <laughs> I couldn't do that myself as an adult. I know, but exactly. it's precious. It it says, it says that um, it. You know, you're always looking for different signs because of the spectrum of autism, right. yeah. and it just gives us hope that you know he's. You know, I I really believe he's God's going to use him. Yeah. But we're 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 watching him develop. 
you know, and it's just amazing how he learns. But it's precious. We love seeing little things like that. He's using him even today, Jay. I mean, just in telling that story. Yeah. And 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 the yeah. how precious he is to you. I can hear it in your voice, and the um, yeah, how how God views us. You know, we're not worthwhile to God because we have some special thing that we can do or whatever. We're uniquely created by Him, and He delights mm-hmm. in His creation. He delights. It's good. You know. I know that we've sinned. We fall. Oh yeah. Um, and that's why he sent yeah. his son, you know, to, to, to save us from, you know, the, the wayward nature of our own hearts. But to, for you to talk about your, what, what is your grandson's name? Henry. Henry. Um, and he, the, the thing of it, the thing of it is he was a miracle baby because hmm. my wife, my, my youngest daughter, uh, life was just basically over because she developed this nerve pain and um, she had had it for a few years and she finally sat down four years ago and said, we're going to just, we've prayed about it. We're going to turn it over to the Lord. And um, nine months later, Henry was born. Hmm. Well, the thing of it is her older sister uh, has three children, but the July before Henry was born, um, she had our youngest little Simon. And so it was like my daughter had her Elizabeth to go with her through this pregnancy. Wow. And Isn't that great? now our, our daughter, um, we've always been so careful with her because of her condition but now she's very active in her church. Um, she is active in the autism community. Um, and now she's gotten her first job that she hasn't been able to get. She never thought she would work at all, you know. But in in, in fact, um, she even went on Facebook and there was a certain situation where she said I was – uh, we we literally didn't get to go to our church one night, and we walked into this church where it was a friend of mine that pastored. And she said he and, and during his sermon, he said somebody right now could be walking in even now, and named off everything that my daughter was dealing with and did not was not aware of it. Wow. And so just to see God working, you know, it brings, it, it, it's like, you know, you're, I think during your life, life and some episodes of it, life does, or faith does become sight. And that's what you want for your children. And we can see that, yeah. you know, and, and especially through situations like with little Henry. You know, God has used him, you know, to and, and also has strengthened her as a person. I want you, you know, to listen to Jay's voice today, friend, as, about this new thing, little Henry singing in Mandarin. <laughs> I want you to hear 
the just uh, there's thanksgiving there there is hope there is the awe of what god is doing and and weaving stories together and there's there's there might be somebody listening today maybe this i always think you know wonder what the reason why this, we're doing this program because there's more than just talking about something new maybe this is the whole reason for the program there's somebody listening right now and you've had you have a baby in utero, and the doctor says it's not. It's, you might you might think about because you know the, and and you're struggling with what to do. Listen to what Jay has just told us, and listen to you know the hope in the heart of Cindy with Tivoli too, um, and the ability then for Suzanne to play with it all comes together to play with Jonathan four states away. I think there's something going on here, and I think the the newness can bring hope if you let it. You know, uh, and and how do you receive faith? You 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 first of all you open your eyes, and then you allow God to open your eyes and your own heart. Jay, thank you so much for calling today. If you're just tuning in, you're saying what 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 is what's Chris talking about today? I'm just asking you what's new. That's it. Well, that's my question for you. What's new? 877-548-3675. It may be the shortest question we've ever asked on this program. Margaret Margaret is in Florida. I'm so excited. Margaret, tell me about it. Hi. Um, I started reading the Bible again for one year. Uh, I started last year, but I didn't finish. So this year it's new to me again. And I started the Old Testament and Genesis and the New Testament in Matthew. And it's just been a joy. And once again, I'm learning some things about myself that I didn't realize mm. that I need to work on. Yeah. Like what, Margaret, that you can share with? <laughs> you don't have to be too uh, <laughs> opaque there. Um, but what do you learn about you I as you saw, read the Bible? Um, like I need to work on my anger. And, uh, I said, you know, I was reading this part about anger in, uh, Matthew and, you know, it was talking about all these different things about, you know, praying for others that prosecute you and, uh, pray for your enemies, you know, and things like that. And I said, you know, that's, something I need to work on because I get so angry sometimes at people and because I feel hurt, you know, and um, so I have to work on that. I get angry at people I don't even know. (laughs) I don't know if that happens to you. Uh, you know, just, and just, th- and that's something I mentioned with Roy yesterday. I, it's one of the things that I want to do, especially when we're going into an election year, 11 months, you know, we're going to go through this 10 and a half, yes. um, with just being a, every, all the news stories are, are just, there's anger there. There's uh, people, people are upset about one thing or another, and that's going to be there. I don't have to be embroiled in it. And that's. That's what I'm doing, trying to do intentionally as we move along. But I am so glad that you said that, Margaret, and I'm, you know, that you didn't allow the enemy to say, oh, you didn't do it all the way last year. Look at you. You're a failure, blah, blah, blah. No, you're going to start again and you're going to keep reading, aren't you? Yes, I am. And, you know, it's going to help me 
become a better person in Christ. And that's what I want to do this year, become a better person in Christ. You know, like we're it. supposed to be like Christ. And one of the ways to do that is to read his word. Amen. Amen, amen. A guide you called, Margaret. Thank you. God bless you, friend. Um, what's new, Melody in Thomasville, Alabama? Hi, Melody. Hi. I appreciate your program so much. I watch it as much as I can. Um, I am so thankful for people who share the gift God has given them. And it's been a new thing for me because background with me, I'm in my 50s. I hung on to everything, um, clothing, because it was nice, or I might need it one day. Uh, You name it, pots and pans, dishes, so many different things I would hold on to because I guess there was fear in the background that maybe I might need it someday. Well, I started, you referenced um, a guest that was talking about decluttering, and I have really been blessed by by some people, um, and one of them is that, I don't know if it's Dana or Dana, um, another one is Dawn, the minimalist mom, and, and they just encourage you so much. And so I just am so thankful because whereas it was something that I hated to do, I, um, I really was nervous about um, organizing and decluttering, but with them encouraging, and so that's my new thing is, I want to show up for people. I want to encourage people this next year. It's it's honestly um, a, not really a resolution, but a commitment that I'm making to God because it has totally helped me so much. And now I love decluttering and organizing and trying to just simplify life totally by doing that in our home. That is great. You know, it's Dana. You're right. And we gave her a book away in I think it was October of this year, because I said, rather than giving it to you in December and it doesn't get there until middle of January, I wanted to <laughs> wanted to give it in October. And so we're going to have Dana back on next week, mainly to hear how it's gone for people. You know, did is this a book that you put on the shelf or yes. it got tra- <laughs> trapped under the clutter? Or have you actually been using it and so uh, that you've said that, Melody, I'm going to use that when Dana comes on our program next week, okay? Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, I just appreciate those who share their gift, and you you honestly have a gift, too. And so I'm so thankful, and I just want to speak that because I think this is my thought lately is that sometimes people don't really realize that they have such a gift and that they're helping people, and that they're appreciated. And we sometimes just assume they know it. And yes. I think we need to let people know. And so I'm, I'm just saying that to you, Chris, that you um, have encouraged me in so many ways and thankful for those moms, too, who've encouraged me to just tackle those hard things. And, and, and honestly, it's been a gift of God to me because Now I love doing it, and that's not something that I loved doing before. So I'm thankful that he is in the business of helping us even in our um, infirmity. (laughs) I am convinced you are absolutely right, Melody. And we had uh, Stephanie Nelson was on a couple of days ago, and she was talking about, partly she was talking about, you know, dreams and, you know, how, how do you let God work through you? But part of her thesis was that it, how you are made and what you are, what you love to do, 
what you are drawn to do is not something that's just from you, from the inside. It's from him. It's a gift that he is he's working out uh, in you. So when you said that about me, a lot of times the gift that you've been given and the way that you can help the world, help other people and glorify him is something that comes so naturally to you that you discard it. You do, you you just say, well, that's not that big a deal because you've always just been able to do it. And I think of my my uncle. Uh, I have a, I still have a fishing lure that he made that I that I hang on to to remember him. My uncle could see a rocking chair, or he could see a crib, or you name it, anything. We didn't have to hold it in his hands. He could see a picture of it. And he could make it. He could go in his little shop and he could cut the wood out and he could, you know, he he made this uh, wagon wheel lamp. And I lament the fact that I, I never picked one of these up uh, before he passed away and, and they were all given away. But it's it's basically a wagon that came across, you know, the covered wagon and it has two little lights in it. And, and uh, he just did that. And he would always say, I'd say, Uncle Pooch. You know, this is really something you could do. So, oh, that's not that big of a deal. No, it is. It is. And God implanted in him the ability to do that kind of thing. So your words come back to me, Melody, today. God bless you, friend. This is Chris Fabry Live. What's new is our question. Our number is 877-548-3675. I want to hear from you straight ahead on Moody Radio, online, chrisfabrylive.org. Talking about what's new today at the Radio Backyard Fence on this first Friday of the new year. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your support, for coming alongside us. One thing new in the last few months on uh, this program is the ministry that we've been talking about. And the story of little Henry a few minutes ago made me think of CareNet because they are walking alongside women and men who are facing an unexpected pregnancy. It may be an unwanted pregnancy. And sometimes it's not women and men, it's just the woman who's walking through because the man in her life is pushing her to take care of this, quote-unquote, take care of this thing so that we can move on. You don't want this. And I think a lot of women, really, their first reaction is not to choose abortion. Their first reaction is to want to go ahead with the pregnancy, but they don't know how to do it. So Karenet is there to walk alongside them. And they're not just there, you know, pre-baby and when the baby is born and they walk out the back door. They're there through the whole thing, providing support and care. And even if the person chooses abortion, there is an ARC program, Abortion Recover and Care Ministry, that for those who are going through uh, regret and guilt and shame and all of that, And a woman named Jill directs that program, and she leads those men and women who have abortion in their past to resources and to programs and to churches and to the Scripture that will bring healing and hope and life for them. If you haven't heard about CareNet, (laughs) you keep listening to this program because I'm going to keep talking about them. We have a green button on our website. I know you'll be encouraged by the work that they're doing. Go to Chris. 
FabryLive.org. Someone you know needs the ministry or is going to need the ministry of CareNet. Click that green CareNet button today. ChrisFabryLive.org. Here's our number, 877-548-3675. Krista has been hanging on the line. You're probably getting uh, nervous by now, Krista. Is that right? Nah, never. Nah, good. Good for you. So what's new? Okay, so, uh, well, my mom has asked me to schedule her baptism at our church because we have first Wednesday of the month baptisms. And this is new, the backstory behind this. My mom, as a child, was sent to church with an aunt and some cousins, and she grew up not really having a firm set of beliefs. So she didn't take me to church growing up. Um, I found God on my own at the end of 2022 when I was just at a terrible point in my life. And I had nothing left but to cry out to God. And so I was baptized February of 2023. And my mom has watched me grow in my walk with Jesus. And she's, she's gone to church with me several times. She's been reading her Bible. And my mom went from an atheist to a Christian in this, this year and wants to be baptized the first week of March when she turns 66 years old. <laughs> and what does that do inside of you, Krista, when you when your mom I, asked you that? It brought tears. I I know that that when Jesus comes to take everyone home, that she's going to be there too. I feel complete. It it feels like God's just moving in every way that he can to show everyone just how real he is. Amen. He's on the move. As uh, Janet likes to say, Aslan. Aslan is on the move. Okay, so what is the most surprising thing in the last year about your faith, about being in Christ? Is there anything that stands out to you? That that you thought was going to be one way, but it's not really. All of it, <laughs> all of it. I, oh my goodness! I my whole life has changed in this past year. Um, I have my life has turned around, and and I don't think it was something that I was trying to do. I was just trying to get close with God, and I've quit smoking cigarettes. I was. Uh, over a 15-year pack-a-day smoker. Um, my husband and I, we're going to be celebrating our 20th anniversary coming up this month. We're doing better now than we ever have in our marriage. Life is just better. It's easier to get up every day without any physical explanation to it. Hmm. All I can say is, but God how did you do the smoking thing? Did you just do it cold turkey? You just stopped one day? Well, I asked God for help with that. Um, I used the nicotine replacement therapy for about two weeks, and I was done. Good for you. And you feel better. Yeah, You're breathing a, better. I, oh, my goodness. So much better. I even had the help of a, a quit coach if I needed it 
but I didn't need it because I had God. Every time I would have a craving, I would pray about it and it would go away. And that's another just crazy, crazy thing is I have chronic pain issues and there has been no medication that was able to take away my pain. But if, if I sit there and rebuke that pain and do what Jesus did in the Bible, because like I said, I've only been walking with God for a little over a year now, and I don't know everything, but I know that Jesus rebuked the devil in the wilderness three times and told him, this isn't of God. I don't want anything to do with it. So that's what I do. I tell the pain, you are not of God. You are not here from God. I know that you are from the enemy. You're trying to bring me down, and it's not going to work. And somehow the pain goes away better than than any medication I've ever taken in my life. Hmm. It's just immediate gone. There's There's so much hope and peace coming from your phone call today, Krista. And I, I want that for other people. I don't want to get too personal, but you mentioned your mom. Uh, you, don't, don't tell me anymore. My guess is your husband isn't the same, at the same place where you are spiritually. Is that true? My husband was raised in church, but when we met in high school, he had lost his faith. Um, and the the difficult time that I was going through at the end of 2022 was a difficult time in our marriage, which that was the lowest point for me because I love him to death. And um, it we ended up in church together in the beginning of December. I asked him, Do you, would you mind going to church with me? I think we need to go. And he said, well, I was planning on going this Sunday, so... And it was just like, whoa, wait, what? Are you serious? It's just incredible. It's incredible. Talk about change. I I had no idea. It's like you're in the river of change there. Yeah, yeah. It's new. Like I said, it's when I heard this question, what's new? And you said it's a, a small question, but it's such a huge thing. And that really hit me. This is such a huge change. All with the question, what's new? <laughs> Krista, thank you for calling today. God bless you, friend. And uh, your mom, you give her a big hug from us all. Um, and I want to, and I want to say that to you. The same thing that Krista, and I, I don't guarantee you that that if you're you're smoking or you're drinking or whatever it is that has you wrapped up, that that will be cleared up in the same way. But I do know that God has the power to do whatever he wants to do in your life. And the main thing that he wants to do, the gateway is to forgive you and to bring you into a right relationship with him because of what Jesus did for you and me. Because he didn't, thank, thankfully, he didn't stay a baby. He wasn't in, the, you know, this, this warm, fuzzy little baby in the hay trough and the manger grew up, lived a perfect, sinless life, got into trouble with the religious leaders. As a matter of fact, one of the guys that he healed, the, the blind man, they got really frustrated with him and brought him for him. And the blind man basically said, I don't, you know, he didn't have his theology down. All he knew was once I could, uh, couldn't see and today I can see. 
And it's because of that man. And if you want that kind of freedom in your life, and I'm not just saying, uh, I'm talking about physical blindness. I mean, the spiritual blindness, the people who are calling and who have even talked about reading the Bible and having it opened. It's like, I'm understanding. Uh, Lorenzo says, my, my Sunday school class is studying the minor prophets in depth. This year I've gained new knowledge Respect and understanding of the prophecies of Hosea and Joel, their structure, their artistry, their presentation of God's unwavering love for his wavering, rebellious people. That's you and me. (laughs) We are, in a lot of ways, unlovable. We are wavering. We are rebellious. But God, as Krista said, but God. Reach out to him today. There's... There's no, you know, magic words or incantations. You just, you just say, God, Chris, you did this in Krista's life. You've obviously changed her in some way from the inside out. That's what I want for my life. And I'm, I'm done. I've hit the wall with doing this on my own. I believe Jesus died for me, took my place, took my sin debt, and is opening a way for me to have a relationship with you. And he also rose again. And so I want that resurrection power in my life. I want that new life in my life. Wouldn't that be a great new thing that happens in your life? If you, uh, if you want to do that, text the word gospel to 1-800-600-9624. Again, G-O-S-P-E-L. Text the word gospel to 800-600-9624, and we'll send you a link where you can go through the scriptures and some of the things that I just said so that you receive the forgiveness that God wants you to have through Jesus. That would be a great new thing here on this first Friday of 2024. More calls straight ahead on Moody Radio. What's new? Two little words. I figured we'd get to the gospel at some point in the program today, and we sure did with Krista. Here's something else that's new, Bill Thrasher's book, How to Resurrect a Dead Prayer Life. Back in, uh, I think it was August or September, we had Dr. Thrasher on, and I thought, this has got January written all over it. Transforming your prayers into a spirit-empowered, life-giving adventure. And I've been going through this and underlining it uh, just yesterday. I got to page 46. And Dr. Thrasher says this, If we delight ourselves in the desires of our heart, we will experience needless conflicts with all who get in the way of our goals, and we will never experience true fulfillment. See James 4, 1-2. The path of delighting in the Lord is the only one that enables God to both transform us and give us the true desires of our hearts. That's right from the book, How to Resurrect a Dead Prayer Life. If I were to ask you, how's your prayer life? What would you say? How would you, how would you answer that? Scale of one to 10. A, a very few people these days will say nine, 10. And most are somewhere around in the middle. It's not where it could be. I'd like to, for it to be better. This book is going to help you. And I want to send you a copy. How to Resurrect a Dead Prayer Life. Give a gift of any size at chrisfabrylive.org. Scroll down, you'll see the book right there. 
chrisfabrylive.org. It's like 150 pages. It's really short, but it's you go through it slowly because there's so much there. Um, so you give that way. You can also call 866-95-FABRY, 866-953-2279. Thanks for your support. Become a friend or a partner with us today, the Radio Backyard Fence. Linda called from Illinois. She has a new sewing chair, and she sits in it every day while she listens to Chris Fabry live. <laughs> I love it. We did a program on what do you do when you listen? You know, truck drivers called. There's Linda saying, I'm in my sewing chair. God bless you, Linda. Thank you. Judy is in South Florida. Hey, Judy, how you doing today? Oh, just fine. Thank you. I've long since wanted to call you, but I didn't get the chance. But this is the chance to tell you that at 82, I am mortgage-free for 2024. <laughs> at 82. Now, so wait a minute now. So was it a 30-year mortgage then, Judy? Uh, yeah, my mom left me the condo. And uh, way back in 2000, and I've been paying it off diligently through hard work uh, and the Lord, the Lord giving me the ability to do hard work. And, um, and so now I am debt-free of my mortgage, which I consider the most expensive thing you have to pay for on the planet. Yes, and, absolutely. Um, I can ask for one prayer that when I go to negotiate on my car— which is the second most important, uh, biggest item you want to pay for, that I get a good negotiation in April for the car. So the two things will hopefully be my new 2024. (laughs) Now, when you say negotiate, does that mean you're leasing it? Yes, I am leasing it because I, I figured out that at my age, it would be best to have new cars. I'm only paying like $195 a month, and I don't have to pay for oil changes and, and tires, you know. So I I prayed about it to the Lord, and um, he said, yeah, you deserve to ride in a new car every three years. So, <laughs> and I'm a Jewish believer, too. I'm, I'm a Jewish believer, so let's just say there's hope for the Jews. Amen. Well, you know who is coming on the program? I'm so excited because it's been a couple of months since they've been on. It's two Michaels and Dr. Michael Rodelny. You probably know that name, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. sure, sure. I listen. Yeah. The yeah. two Michaels yeah. are going to be here on Monday. Yeah. All right. So we're going to pray for your, and I, I'll just say this. Father, would you give Judy favor with those that she's negotiating with? Would you give them, get soften their hearts uh, about the, the situation yeah. that she's in? And give give her favor with them, and and give an opportunity for her to explain why she is like she is, why, who she is in you, and uh, to have some kind of a spiritual conversation along with the negotiation. That's what we pray today in the name of Jesus. Oh. Amen. Amen. Well, Amen. Judy, now I know where I'm going to vacation. You know, when I come down to Florida, I'm just going to come down. <laughs> It's only one bedroom, but I'll make room for you. <laughs> well, do you have a balcony? I have. I'm on the ground floor, so oh, I have okay. a lake in the back. If wow. you like iguanas, <laughs> they're there. <laughs> if you like the ducks, um, the um, the Canadian ducks, they're brown. 
uh, they're there. There's a lot of wildlife in the in the in the place where I live, so it's kind of pretty. I'll just bring my sleeping bag and sleep out with the iguanas. How's that? Keep them warm. Oh, never. I see. I looked you up on the on computer, so I know you're a big, tall guy, yeah. and I know you need lots of space. And yeah. I wouldn't invite you alone without your wife and your well, the whole family. I don't yeah, think all, I all the kids <laughs> and neighbors. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll bring them all down, Judy. <laughs> Friend, God bless you. Thank you for calling in here today. It was a real treat to talk with you. God bless you every day. Uh, I have one other uh, thing here. When I said what's new, a lot of people, there's one person who said, I've got this ridiculous stuffed little Christmas gnome. (laughs) And she tells me the story about that. And then tucked right in the middle of all these things with babies and and the things that are happening, there is a person who I'll keep anonymous. I'm looking at an ALS diagnosis, so my thoughts are deep, so deep I struggle to put my thoughts to words. I'm sure of God's saving grace in my life, and His love is boundless, and He'll be with me each step of the process. I agree with all that, and yet at the same time, there is that fear and that worry and that anxiety that will come in. Uh, for me, it, you know, it comes at, at night a lot of times, give you some sleepless nights. What's life going to be like? And you you have the hope of heaven. You have the hope of restoration. You have the hope of new life. Johnny Erickson Tata talks about, you know, one day she's going to run. I'm going to be there having a 40-yard dash, and she's going to beat me. But right now, you are going through this diagnosis. So I pray that peace in your heart, just like Jesus was asleep on the on the wave-tossed lake and he woke up and he stilled, calmed the waves, he calmed that water, that storm that was going on inside. I pray that for the storm that you're going through right now and for what is ahead for you. Take courage, friend, take heart. And you do have some friends who are going to be praying for you around the country. God bless you. And thank you for coming alongside us here today at the Radio Backyard Fence. As I mentioned on Monday, it's going to be a great day, a great Monday with the two Michaels. You come with your Bible questions, and we'll talk about it here on Chris Fabry Live, a production of Moody Radio, which is a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.